Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Wake Up With The Warriors. Recapping Game 5 of the NBA Finals, and a game that has left many people, myself certainly included, to be a little bit speechless. This one was one of those games that has the potential to be looked back on as one of the wildest and craziest and most incredible games of this run for the Warriors. It it may be that regardless, but these things are aided by hindsight, depending on what the result is. Obviously, we think so fondly of games like Game 6 against the Thunder in 2016, and Game 6 and Game 7 against the Rockets in 2018. Those things are always considered a little bit more memorable once the result has been finalized and is positive. So if the Warriors end up dropping this series, which they're obviously still in critical danger of doing, maybe we won't look back at Game 5 as one of the wildest and craziest games of this five-year run. But for now, it certainly feels that way. It had everything, the good and the bad. It was a poignant game, a bittersweet game, and an incredibly dramatic theatrical game. So let's start with the bad first. Kevin Durant finally made his return more than a month after straining his calf in that non-contact injury. It had been such a question mark when he was going to return. No one really seemed to know anything about the injury or be willing to share anything about the injury. There was talk for a while in the conference finals that he might be returning then. And then, of course, that didn't happen. And they had nine days before the NBA finals, and he still wasn't ready. And they came back home for game three, and he still wasn't ready. And Steve Kerr had his quotes about him practicing and then he had to backtrack on those because he, he wasn't ready for Game 4. Finally, Durant practiced yesterday, was cleared to play today. It was a beautiful thing, provided a tremendous energy boost. You couldn't help but be so happy for Durant to have worked his way back from a near-catastrophic injury and get to return to the court when his team needed him most. And then, just like that, he re-aggravated the injury again. It was very difficult to watch. Again, a non-contact thing. This time, he was jump-stopping of sorts, kind of a little crossover jump step, and just gave out immediately on him. He hobbled and hopped and, and fell to the ground, and 
immediately motioned for for people to come help him up. It was abundantly clear from the second it happened that this wasn't a little ankle sprain or a Charlie horse or something that might be recoverable from. It was it was very clear from his reaction from the way he went to the ground that this was another injury in the same vicinity re-aggravating or, or further damaging his calf or potentially his Achilles, hopefully not. And that came with the immediate knowledge that his season is unquestionably over at this point. It took him a month to get back to this point. Now the season is less than a week from ending, no matter how things are concluded. Durant was helped off helped off the floor by Andre Iguodala and Rick Celebrini, the strength and conditioning trainer, and Quinn Cook and Steph Curry accompanied him back to the locker room. The TVs caught him yelling a certain four-letter word as he left the court that showed the obvious frustration that he had. It was was a weird moment at the arena. A lot of fans were cheering, which was obviously very gross. Some of them were just cheering the play, not realizing it was hurt, but some were cheering the injury. You could see some fans waving goodbye at him. Uh, To their credit, the Raptors players, to a man, looked disgusted and immediately motioned to the fans to knock it off, at which point the fans who were cheering for Durant getting to his feet started to take over and and even chanted his name a little bit. So that certainly cast a shadow on the game. And at that point, you just had to wonder what the team had left in them. When Durant got injured, they were they were up by a slim margin. I think it was four or five, maybe six at that point, uh, pretty early in the second quarter. And he had been playing very well. They hadn't been running the offense through him all that much for understandable reasons, but he shot three of five from the field, three of three on threes, two of two on free throws. He had 11 points in 12 minutes, two rebounds, a block shot, and was a game high plus six in those 12 minutes. But the Warriors had no choice, of course, but to keep playing, and keep playing they did. DeMarcus Cousins got his first minutes of the game replacing Durant, and he was phenomenal immediately. He had seven points in the first minute, and helped the Warriors build their lead up to double digits. And it looked like maybe they were going to ride some inspiration and motivation to get this one done for Durant to victory. And then the Raptors struck right back. They rattled off a big, long streak, got it to a single-possession game, stole all the momentum, had the arena rocking, and... It felt like things were just deflating. It felt like, okay, 
if you had any shot of adrenaline from wanting to do this for Durant or any shot of adrenaline from Durant returning, whatever, that all of a sudden is gone. Now you're faced with the reality of being on the brink of elimination without Kevin Durant and with a team with a lot of momentum. And at that point in the second quarter, it it kind of felt like there was a, a decent chance that the game was going to get a little bit out of hand. And then a huge sequence came um, in the final in the final seconds of the game. I apologize for the for my delay there. I'm just getting an update from Adrian Wojnarowski that Kevin Durant has an Achilles injury. He will have an MRI tomorrow. Um, so that is obviously devastating news. For Durant, just a tragic injury. Um, Without knowing the severity of it, that could obviously keep him out all of the upcoming season, depending on how severe it is. So that continues to put a cloud on on things, even as we keep going here. Um, So the Warriors crucial final minute to the first half their their huge lead got cut to one and it looked like the Raptors were going to find a way to overcome the Warriors by halftime and and that just kind of would feel like the end of it Uh, but the Warriors had a chance to go for two for one and Steph Curry made a step back three-pointer Kawhi Leonard came down the court and tried to answer with his own two-for-one that there probably wasn't quite enough time to take. Um, There were only about a a two-and-a-half-second game clock, shot clock difference when he missed his own three-pointer, and the Warriors got the rebound, brought it back down. Curry lost the ball. Looked like it was going to be a turnover, and he kind of dove, somehow saved it, was falling over as the shot clock was expiring, and just hoisted up a a little shot. Missed it, but Kevon Looney was right there to tip it in. And then in, you know, typical Game of Inches style, that happened with two seconds left. Danny Green able to get off a shot from just inside half court and almost made it. Who knows, you know, the... uh, butterfly effect that that could have possibly had had he made it instead the Warriors took a six-point lead into the second half and in the second half uh, things got very interesting the Warriors kept pushing the lead up and then the Raptors kept answering with a run and every time the Raptors answered with a run you just felt like the Warriors can't have anything left can they Kevon Looney Aggravated his injury as well and had to leave the game. Kevin Durant was obviously gone. It it just felt like there there was no way there could still be gas in the tank. And yet every time the Raptors nearly closed the door, the Warriors would find a way to push the lead back up a little bit. And they just had this cat and mouse game kind of all through the third quarter and much of the fourth quarter. And then... Finally, the Raptors, about halfway through the fourth quarter, were able to break through and take the lead. And once they got there, it really felt like, I I realize I I sound like a broken record here, but 
it really felt like that was the end of it. It just didn't seem like the Warriors could compete with that. Kawhi Leonard started to absolutely take this game over in the fourth quarter. He was doing everything for the Raptors, both ends of the court, and just scoring at will. The Warriors really had no no answer for him. And the Warriors stayed close for a little while, and and the Raptors wouldn't relinquish the lead but couldn't really pull away. Uh, but then they turned it into a six-point lead with about three and a half minutes left. No one scored for about a minute. So at about two and a half minutes left, the Warriors are down six. And at this this point, you could feel it. The Raptors crowd was going crazy. The Warriors, you could see, were kind of on their their last legs. But they found a reserve tank. Clay Thompson made a huge three-pointer. It cut it to a three-point game. They got a stop on the other end. And then they had a play that just felt backbreaking. Steph Curry got a good look at a three-pointer, um, but he missed it. And DeMarcus Cousins went right up and slammed home the rebound. And they called it offensive basket interference, no basket. But it occurred at the 159 mark, so they were able to review it. And it was one of those plays where the, the rule was... Sh- kind of exposed as being stupid the ball was clearly coming off of the cylinder it was heading out but it hadn't cleared it quite yet there was like a centimeter of the cylinder that the ball hadn't cleared Uh, so the call stood instead of it being a one-point game it was a three-point game and with it now being under two minutes not getting a break like that that just felt like okay what can you do this isn't going to happen Thankfully, the Warriors did not seem to have that mindset. Um, They forced a turnover, came right back down on the other end. Steph Curry got a great look coming off of a a curl screen, nails the three to tie the game with a minute 22 left. They get a stop on the other end, come back down, and just a beautiful offensive possession where Curry is hyper-aggressive, draws a whole bunch of defenders, Whips a pass to Andre Iguodala in the lane, who does a, does a touch pass back out on the perimeter to Draymond. Swings it to Clay Thompson. Pump fake, one dribble, reload. Makes the three to put the Warriors up, just under a minute remaining. And then, the Warriors got the ball back, forced a stop, got the ball back, and turned the ball over with a backcourt violation, because they were nearing an eight-second violation. Just a... A horribly clumsy mistake that almost cost them. Raptors come back. Kyle Lowry makes a layup with 30 seconds left to cut the lead to one. Warriors come back down the other way. And DeMarcus Cousins get call- gets called for a moving screen. Turns the ball over. Gives the Raptors the ball back with 15.7 seconds remaining. Only down one. A chance to walk it off win the NBA Finals at home on a presumably Kawhi Leonard buzzer beater. Uh, But the Warriors defended Kawhi incredibly well. He couldn't get space, ends up making a pass. Kyle Lowry had a corner three-pointer at the buzzer that went behind the backboard. And somehow, 
some way the Warriors managed to win this game. Still, still doesn't really seem real, and it's still hard to balance the excitement of winning in that fashion mixed with the debilitating, heartbreaking news of Kevin Durant's Achilles injury. But the Warriors do live to play another game. It was a total team effort, but the Splash Brothers came up huge. Curry, 31 points, 10 of 23 shooting, 5 of 14 on threes, 8 rebounds, 7 assists. Clay, 26 points on 7 of 13 shooting from beyond the arc, 6 rebounds, 4 assists. And the Warriors win 106-105 to 105 in an NBA Finals game that we will be talking about for a long, long, long time. They now trail three games to two. They now need to win two games in a row, but the next one is at home Thursday night, 6 p.m. Pacific time on ABC, the final game at Oracle Arena, and the Warriors have a chance to somehow tie it all up. So we'll be back then. Thanks for listening, everyone.